Hello, my name is Maurice Harker. What you're about to listen to is a clip from a live training session with either an individual or a group who are anxiously engaged in recovering their marriages. Please listen to several of the recordings in this podcast, and then, when you are ready, seriously consider attending the live weekly trainings from your home via webinar. My ability to provide enough individual and marriage therapy sessions has become very limited, so I created the marriage repair workshops so I could serve more people at a lower cost for you. So please, when you're ready, investigate your options at www.lazaruslectures.com. That's L-A-Z-A-R-U-S-L-E-C-T-U-R-E-S.com. I look forward to meeting you and to serving you well. I would love to play a part in decreasing your pain and increasing your happiness. See you soon. What if you can predict what's coming? And I'm all, hallelujah. What are the chances you can predict what your wife's going to do wrong? Anyone have a hard time figuring out three to five things she's probably going to do wrong? Not rocket science, okay? Now, it doesn't do much good to write that down, take it to God and say, please fix this woman, but you can use it as a predictor. Now, do the next step. What is the most likely trigger you're going to experience when she does it wrong? Okay, now go to the next step. What does your identity statement tell you to do under those circumstances? Okay, let me do an exaggerated version or a distorted version of the situation, okay? All right, there's, and he's trying to manage the money in a very excellent way. He's trying to live up to his identity. All right. He's trying to keep her involved in the budgeting, be wise with money, don't spend in stupid ways, don't stand be, spend behind her back. He gets it mostly right. All right. And so he's trying to handle it. Over there, his wife's getting tormented because that's what happens with her around money. That's just, is that a hard one to predict, William? No. That she's going to be torn. No, that's not even that's not even hard to predict. Can we predict how she's going to start the conversation when she's scared about money? It's going to sound like, okay, we need to talk. We need to talk. We need to talk. We need to talk about money. Something like that. Okay. All right. And then any chance you're going to be triggered in that moment? If you're a normal man, you're going to be triggered, but you would now have a protocol. You've been practicing your protocol under those circumstances. I want to recenter myself, stabilize myself, don't get weird, don't get crazy, don't get mad, okay? This is why it's so important. This is why I know that your identity statement is going to evolve because you have to take every circumstance that does not go as well as you had planned, and as you're re-blueprinting it, you are getting a clearer and clearer way of how you want to be under those circumstances especially when we can prove that she did it wrong. Okay, how do you want to be when she does it wrong? Okay, there's a few concepts in the New Testament on this theme. One of them is when Christ mentions, it's not a big deal. It's not something as fabulous to brag about if you can be friends with your friends. The part that's a miracle is if you can love your enemies. Translation into this terminology, yeah, if she does it right, it's nothing amazing if you do it right also. Hey, I handled it really well when she handled it well. Shocker. Okay, 
The question is when she doesn't feel it well. And if you don't know how, if you're reflecting and your discovery system and your plan system isn't yielding anything, grab a buddy, grab one of these coaches, walk it, walk them through with it. They have the ability to at least stimulate ideas like, all right. And it's always a bit humiliating or humbling when you tell the story to another man and you hear how stupid it sounds. Dude, I had to drop the F-bomb on her. It was, I had no choice. She was giving me that look and I just, there's nothing else I could do. I boom. Okay. And sometimes a man's got to say what a man's got to say. Now let's bring these concepts together for, to make them most applicable for you. All right. Now we take this, the point of disruption, this point of disturbance when things go wrong. And if you look at the way the textbooks or the common philosophies say is we go, okay, what do I need? This is how they say it. So I'm going to tell you, teach it to you wrong first. Then I'm going to teach it to you right. Okay. I can see that I handled it wrong right then. But if she would have done this differently, then I would have done this differently. So now we have a needs conversation. We go, okay, sweetheart, I've been thinking about what happened the other day. I did my black box review and I just need you to do this and then I'll handle it. Okay. Total psychological dependency has now been established. And she listens to you and goes, okay, so you want me to do this. I'm just going to be transparent with you and say, then I'm going to need you to do this. In order for me to do this, and you go, okay, we, we haven't lost the spirit yet. So as I'm thinking, I'm going to need you to do this different in order for you to do that different. And, and et cetera says, so we're building dominoes backwards. And you wonder why you're not going anywhere. And then you check the books and it says, you're supposed to figure out what went wrong and tell the other person your needs. All right. What went wrong is she did it wrong. Okay. And my need is for her to do it right. That's pretty logical, right? That makes sense. If she would just do it right, I wouldn't do it wrong. See how that works? That's really easy. Now, all I need now is for her to stop telling me what I'm doing wrong. But wait, she's reading the same book. And it said, tell him what he's doing wrong so that you don't do it wrong. Brethren, that is not the Christ-like wisdom approach to solving these problems. Christ did not wait for other people to do it right. Okay? Christ chose his responses based on his identity, his purpose, and his mission. So here's what you do, brethren. You buckle down and you be like unto a athlete. And when you're reviewing film, you find the next thing that is messing you up. And I'm okay on that page If you blame it on her, I'm okay with that. If you use her misbehavior as a thing that helps you clarify your own triggers, I'm okay. When she gets on my case about how I spend money, all right, if that's the trigger, all right, all right, then I can see what I do wrong. Now, inside there is the satanic attack that says, Oh yeah, she wants to tell you about how you spend your money wrong. Let's tell her about how she spends money wrong. Oh, you want, okay. So we don't need to talk about the details of how it tumbles and crashes from there. So you find out what you have done wrong in the past. Check your identity statement. Does it say, I want to be the kind of guy who throws things in my wife's face when she does things wrong? 
I'm reading it. I'm reading it. It doesn't say that anywhere. Okay. Nowhere does it say I want to throw things in my wife's face when she does things wrong. Oh, wait. It says, I want to be as merciful to her as I want Christ to be with me. With what judgment ye judge shall be judged unto you. With what measure ye be beat shall be measured again unto you. That's not a perfect quote, but it's close enough. Okay. So do you have something like that in your identity statement? Is it missing? Do you even need it? Okay. Or it's not not relevant to your world because you never throw things in your wife's face. I only do it softly. I never do it in a mean way. That doesn't count, right? I only give her the feedback she needs. Okay. Do you have the kind of identity that trusts God to work with his own daughters? Do you trust him to work with his own daughters? Or do you feel like you need to get involved and fix that personal improvement system? Okay. So, gentlemen, I invite you to find through the reflect and discover process as you call up God and your man in the mountain ritual. Dear Father, I am here to execute Ether 1227 even if I'm not good at it. And he'll say, oh, we could start right there because that's true. You're not good at it. Okay, can we not make a big deal out of that one today? He's out. Okay, fine, whatever. I'm listening. I really want to find the next thing for me to work on. Just, I'll save you some time. Don't ever ask for everything you need to work on. I've never seen him answer that one to anybody. Okay, what's the next thing? I'm feeling ambitious this week. Let's do three. I didn't kill over when I only did one last week. Hey, I want to hear from one of you. If you say, let's do three, I want to know how that goes for the next week. Whew. I want to see your psychological sweat and tears all over the place. Write down the revelations you get. Okay. Now your wife could do something wrong when you show her your D part. She says, these are the three that you chose. Are you dumb? I have a list of things for you to do. You're not even picking the right stuff to work on. Jeez, now you have to practice responding to her when she says that. Okay. My love, I'm so glad that you are highly invested in my life and in my improvement work that you can't even pay attention to your own life. Oh, delete, delete, delete. I wonder if that's called gaslighting or passive aggressive. All I know is something's wrong with that. Delete, delete. Let's try that again. Okay. Thank you for caring about my development. I hope it's okay with you, but I've reviewed the list with God. And this is what we're going to work on for this week. I'm, I feel sad if, if it's not the things you were hoping I was going to work on. Yeah, I give that one a seven. That's okay. I could clean that one up a little bit more, but that's all right. Okay. And then start creating your protocol. I'm really pushing this word protocol. Okay. Because I'm finding it more and more relevant. It's not much different than what's been said before. And let me tell you why, brethren. Here's why I'm pushing this word really hard. Most of us grew up with other people making lists for us. Most of us grew up with someone else giving us the Eagle Scout handbook checklist, the young men's medallion checklist, the graduation requirements checklist. And I was really confused when President Nelson wiped out the checklist several years ago from the youth development program. And then this last conference or was it the conference before where he wiped out the checklist for the standards for youth okay now how many men including yourself when you first start the marriage repair process the first question is 
Just tell me what I need to do. I'm a man. I can work. I'm not afraid of work. Just tell me what I need to do. And then no one gives you a list. All right. Here's what I'm learning about this process. In order for us to be true apprentices to God, we have to gain the ability to observe something through reflection and discovering that we can start to formulate lists ourselves. It's not intended for it to be a non-list experience. Okay, let me give you a short example. If I'm going to get revelation in my time up in the mountain, I'm going to need to do the following. You make your list, you try it out. It might be successful like Thomas Edison's list. In order to build a light bulb, I'm going to need to do that. He tries it. Does it work? Nope. He tries something else. Then I'm going to change the list. I'm going to change the list. I'm going to keep revising that list and revising that list until it works. Okay? And so what we want to do in your situation is we want to move from discover and from reflect and plan, excuse me, reflect, discover, and plan based on what you can see in your black box review, all right? And then we try it and execute it. And if it doesn't work, you just do it again, okay? We're so in the habit of, and in your profession, that's a pretty risky business to set something up and then it doesn't work, okay? Works with big machinery that it could hurt people, be a million dollars worth of damage or kill somebody, okay? There's a lot of you that have work like that, that you, there's not a lot of space for error. So when our wives are all, I just don't feel safe. I'm all, what? What do you mean you don't feel safe? Nothing I'm doing today is going to chop your head off or tear off a limb. Okay. The whole new world of safety. Okay. All right, brethren, please use the systems to develop protocol and then test it. And if it doesn't work, root reflect on it okay then discover another way a new way make a plan and execute it because if i do my job i'm not going to give you a list okay i'm not going to just tell you what to do all right and if you're getting a list from your wife it ain't going to work okay there's only one person here lies ideas unorganized there's a space there get it organized brethren be like unto adam be like unto god and start organizing the ideas in your head and then try them out the god i know is very patient with the process even if your wife isn't he's very patient says good effort let's try again good effort let's try again good effort let's try again i can tell a guy doesn't understand this concept when he comes to me and says i tried it and it didn't work I'm all, tried what? 10, did you try 10 different ways? No, I tried what you said to do. I'm all, no. Get your personal revelation, create a protocol, try it. After you've done 10 to 20 different ways of doing it, then talk to me and tell me it's not working. Okay, then I'll help you fine tune it. So gentlemen, the main theme today, make a list of ways you get tormented. Torment usually occurs on the heels of a wife doing something wrong. She's not in contact with me. She's not recovering as fast as she's supposed to. 
whatever's going wrong over there, Satan starts to exacerbate it, starts to exaggerate it, starts to poke you with it. Okay, make a list of it so it doesn't haunt you. It doesn't just soak around inside your system and then create an intelligent protocol for how to get back to your true identity instead of spiraling in a state of fear and torment. You have just finished listening to another principle that is one of many that you will find in a special class that I've put together called the Marriage Repair Workshops and the Lazarus Lectures. This is a compilation of principles that I have pulled from my years of training, study, and therapeutic experience designed to give you the tools, the vision, the ideas, everything that is necessary to take a relationship that has experienced catastrophic levels of unpleasantness and falling apart and rebuild it almost as if raising it from the dead. Please follow the links and attend at least one of our marriage repair workshops so that you can get a feel for what you will learn and get your attachment to the multimedia classroom that holds videos, audios, articles from me and several other specialists that we call the Lazarus Lectures, a 40-lesson series building from one principle to another so that you can discover what is necessary to pull off a miracle in your relationship. I hope you'll find great value in this. I hope those of you who find yourselves unable to afford the thousands of dollars necessary to attend a marriage therapist, especially one that's really good and is not as available as we would like therapists to be, please, please, Study this material in the Lazarus Lectures and attend the Marriage Repair Workshops so that we can help you get things back to the way you want them. We'll see you then.